Hello, and welcome to Do It For Grantly, a podcast brought to you by Fortress Fund Managers, where we speak with women and men in Barbados about their Grantleys and other money matters. I'm Kim Howard, Marketing Manager at Fortress, and my co-host is Omar Kennedy. Hello, listeners. An entrepreneur, author, and former financial manager. In today's special Valentine episode, A Match Made in Heaven, we have with us Mahalia Cummins of the band Two Mile Hill, and her husband, Cyrus Cummins, Reservations and Guest Services Director at White Sands Beach Condos. Together, we'll explore the truth about money and relationships. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. So let's get to it. Financial security doesn't grow on trees. It's built brick by brick with smart investments and a strong partner. To retirement, education, and whatever your future may hold, we say bring it on. At Fortress Fund Managers, we're not afraid of the hard work, long hours, or steady saving, just like you aren't. We know better than anyone that you can't just hope for good luck. Call Fortress Fund Managers on 435-7777 to build your personal fortress. Your future, our business, Fortress. Mahalia and Cyrus are happily married for the past, was it? Six Six years. years. Married for six years. Okay, six years. And today they're going to be talking with us about a match made in heaven. (laughs) Now, um, just before we get into all of that, I want to tell you a little bit about Fortress Fund Managers, our company. Fortress is a mutual fund management company. We serve both individuals and companies, organizations, who are looking to fund their future through mutual fund investments. And Omar will tell us a little bit about what exactly mutual funds are. A mutual fund is an investment where an investor can come together with a lot of other investors and pull their money together and put it in one big pot for Fortress to invest. So what happens is mutual funds work on the principle of diversification, which is not putting all of your eggs in one basket. So Fortress will take the money and invest it in companies and countries all over the world. So, you know, when you invest with Fortress, you would be able to invest in stocks, bonds, real estate. You invest in governments. You invest in publicly traded companies all over the world. And the advantage of this is that you have a professional money manager who knows what they're doing to invest for you. And you get to invest in all these really, really great things without having to do it yourself, which may be impossible because Fortress invests in hundreds and thousands of different investment instruments all the time. So you may not be able to do this yourself, so Fortress does it for you. So in the end, it helps minimize your risk and maximize your potential returns. And I think that's a pretty healthy relationship to have with um, somebody else operating in the area where they're the expert and allowing you to sort of just sit back and watch your money working for you. So... Um, Hilia, you are a performer, a vocalist, um, you're a writer as well. Correct. And I believe that, uh, Cyrus, you are reservations and guest services. That's where you work? Yes, correct. In, yeah. right, in customer service, uh, hospitality. Hospitality. hospitality yeah. Awesome. So tell me something. Um, you guys have been married for six years. I presume that you knew each other before then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, would right? <laughs> right. Um, at what point in a relationship... You know, you've been married and you were together before you were married. What point do you think it's a good time for people to start talking money? Early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Early for, o'clock. <laughs> uh, for me, I guess when the couple realizes that they have a future. Uh, yeah. Reason- yeah. When you yeah. reasonably have a, a idea that you're going forward together, yeah. like indefinitely, you know, like yeah. so. Yeah. Early o'clock. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, what are the kind of things that you, you think people need to, to get on the table? Because people come from different backgrounds. I mean, money is just one thing, and it's a critical thing. But, you know, people come from different backgrounds. They're raised by different families, different outlooks. Sometimes they could be from different countries. So their perspective on culture and all kinds of different things are different. And when you come together, um, you know, you have to try to find some sort of middle ground, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that you you think that uh, in the whole money discussion need to be brought up? Well, I mean, I guess you have to have some tra- transparency at that point uh, mm-hmm. when you when you know that you're going forward as a couple. Um, so you would have to, I guess, lay the cards on, on, on the, the table. table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think you should you should have known each other before you get to that place where you know you're going forward together indefinitely and. I would hope that you have spoken about your background and not necessarily from a money perspective, but like in a way where you kind of know the differences between how you came up and what your um, background is like in terms of like, have you had a job before? Do you have a job now? Are you like, are you about to embark on this new career? Is it music, which is really risky? Is it, you know, you could be a biker, you know, like, so like those types of things, like by the time you get to the place where you are now deciding, okay, are we going to have a joint account? Are we going to have separate accounts? Like you should, you should already have known stuff like that. Like, well, I, I poor, 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 poor. We know starting from scratch or yeah, we got some, I got some money in the bank already or I'm about to make, like build this big condo building and make real enough money. You know, that sort of stuff should already kind of be out there by the time you start deciding what you're going to do financially as a couple. That's what I think. I agree. And, and now that you mentioned that, it brings me to this point. How important is money to a couple? Do you guys believe that money is a very important thing to discuss early on? Or is it like, we can survive on love? <laughs> <laughs> and dog food, right, Ken? Yeah. <laughs> That's another story. We'll take a piece with that later. <laughs> if you can eat love. <laughs> well, I guess that depends. Um... With well, I mean, you need money. Money's an instrument to to do almost everything, right? Correct. So uh, it has to be part of the discussion when you're going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I guess a lot of people do feel uncomfortable speaking about finances and stuff. So I guess it would be up to the other the other person. If if assuming one person is comfortable mm-hmm. to to make the other one comfortable to bring that that discussion to the fore. But uh, yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. So we know that two heads are better than one. So do you find there's synergies that came together with you guys, you know, being married and pooling resources and whatnot? What are the difficulties in that as well? Well, I actually would have mentioned it just now um, in that my career path is a lot more risky in terms of when you get paid and how long you don't get paid and your amounts and, and that sort of thing, like having to travel and ha- like that sort of stuff is kind of very volatile. So one of the challenges like that we would have is having that disparity between Cyrus having a salary, like a regular, I have a job, I get a salary every month kind of thing. And then on my end of it in the music business, kind of, you just get paid when you get paid. <laughs> when, you, when you work, you just get paid, <laughs> right? Um, so like having to... to um, maneuver that our, our resources over the course of a year and and 
surviving a year, like depending on how high, um, what do you call it, the what? frequency of work on my end is, mm-hmm. or how okay. low, depending. Like that's that's just something that is kind of a challenge from time to time, and we have to be our intelligent selves and, and work it out and yeah. not be ridiculous. Maneuver through it, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So but that calls for some planning. Yes. It does. It does yeah. call for some planning. Um, but on the other side, since since both of us do have businesses, yes, mine is uh, more stable, but it's, I'm still affected by out, outside uh, outside sources. Like, Absolutely. Like, yeah. you know, like sewage in the streets, for example. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so that. that. <laughs> yeah. So there are things that can affect mine as well. Absolutely. Uh, um, so, uh, so, yeah. So we, every time anything comes to the table... Like that, yeah. You just gotta discuss it. Discuss it. So, it's, so the seasonality is your biggest detractor. Is it your as your biggest problem when it comes to to, to money as as a couple? As a couple, yes. Yeah. Okay, I understand. Us. Okay, so you talked about transparency. You talked about just sort of planning and uh, managing the seasonality or the volatility of being someone who is not earning a monthly salary per se. But um, in terms of, so then how do you how do you I mean approach Determining well, okay, well, this is mine, and this is his, <laughs> and this might be ours. Uh, do you keep that? Do you do you use that approach? What approach do you use? Really, you know, what's yours is mine, and what's mine is mine. You know that. I guess I guess it uh, depends on the personality types in the couple. Uh, yeah. So, like for us, um, going forward or from the past till now, uh, we've each had our own and we've had together so so we basically have uh, three pools of money so to speak <laughs> yeah. perfect yeah. right perfect. Um, but for some for some very family oriented people uh, they everyone's Every, money everything is everybody's everything, yeah so yeah. they're just one right uh, and then some people some people I know it's uh, well that's some people I know in Germany actually it's uh, like mine is mine yours is yours and that's that's, that's, that's it, right? yeah. so I guess it really depends there yeah I think I think I, like any of those scenarios can work if everyone is okay with that and mm-hmm. have agreed this is what we're doing and everything works fine. You know, like the problem is coming when one person feels one way and the best person feels another way. And I and I know about those kind of scenarios. I've met people who, you know, like one partner is grumbling, well, I don't understand why they don't see that I got to do da 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 da. I'm like, well, have you had that conversation? But they should not. Are they psychic? Exactly. Did you marry? A, did you marry a psychic friend? Because if that's the yeah, case, right. a lot of numbers, please. Yeah, but, um, like the, the the thing was, but they should know, and I and I don't see why. Mm. But they can't know, and they can't see why. If you don't talk if about you it. haven't talked exactly. about it, you know. I, I know some couples, and what they do is they say, "Well, you know, my salary, um, the cost for the relationship, my salary covers, for example, the mortgage, mm-hmm. and you got, and, and your salary will cover the food and the kids and the dog and you know whatever have you." So, so what 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 works for you guys? Do you, do you have a, actually, a, a breakdown? Yeah, it's yeah, kind of similar yeah. to, to what you said. Um, yeah, we have a similar thing than that. So I would I would handle uh, utilities in the household. Um, yeah, and I do things like groceries and yeah. that sort of thing. And you find that's the that's that's best fit for you guys? So far, it's well, worked. Well, it's worked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean the, way, the, way, the way I see it, like, you try something. If it works, continue. <laughs> if it doesn't, change it, right? So, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. That, that, that's fine. In terms of goals that you guys may have, um, what are some of the goals financially that you've identified or that you're aware 
what might be good goals for you to identify at some point? Um, I would say maybe home ownership or, or some kind of real estate ownership, especially because you can now use that again to bring in extra income into the household and that sort of stuff. Uh, for us, we we definitely are people who love to travel and see the world. So, like, having the resources to do that is something that is very important to us. And right now, we struggle. <laughs> but, like, in the future, we would really love to be able to, when, when we're ready to rule, just yeah. rule and rule. Yeah. Like, 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 on a whim, like, be like, you know what? I feel like going to Singapore today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what the traffic is like on the way to Grand <laughs> We don't need to pack anything. I'm sure there's something in the airport we can yeah. purchase to wear. So, yeah. so I guess for us, it's not really a dollar amount. It's more uh, a, yeah. a, like a, a sense of freedom in that. In that Absolutely. Way. Yeah, and when, uh, when the little picnic come into the picture... We, I know, I know school. I know all of my friends who have children and stuff. Like school is a big thing. Like school is expensive, and and then all the other things that come along with kids. So that's Diapers. something that <laughs> that's something that we would love to not really have to be struggling with. I know people aren't usually like you think you are really, really. You, you you need to be really, really prepared, and you never are. But just to be prepared to a point where it's not like like a struggle and you're scraping you know yeah. to get by and sending to school months. you know what I mean <laughs> exactly <laughs> that sort of thing and, and you guys are you guys are young you guys are a young couple you know um, nice. well compared to me you know <laughs> old boy here speaking oh, okay. <laughs> so um we had an episode on delayed gratification you know um when do you guys start thinking or discussing things like our retirement and you know what's going to happen 30 years down the line or 4 years down the line I feel like we've always been talking about that, yeah. that sort of thing. It, it, it's it's becoming a larger topic more recently. Mm-hmm. I guess when you start, re- you know, noticing your own mortality. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, it's always been it's always been there. The, 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 the thing is though is that like we're both entrepreneurs, so uh, so a lot of the a lot of the the profits we'd make we'd reinvest into the business. Absolutely, so, I understand. So. Um, Whereas, whereas others would would um, would invest in different things, we tend to do that because because for us, like our, the business growing, has has that as a part of it. You know? mm-hmm. um, but but yeah. Uh, so more recently, uh, obviously we we've we've um, we've signed up for some so we signed up for term life and these kind of things over the last couple of years and. Mm-hmm. And that, that's part of it. Uh, so we're kind of putting different things in place for that purpose. Yeah. And you find that it is difficult as you are both entrepreneurs. I know persons with a nine to five. We had this discussion earlier as well that, you know, when you have a boss, you know, who has a job and uh, a business, I'm sorry. And he says, well, you know, here's a pension plan which you're obligated to be in. You know, and that doesn't exist. So, do you find there's a lot of additional pressure for you to go forward, or is it like, you know, when we get there, we get there, or you know, what, what, what is your particular mindset on it? I, I, I don't really feel the pressure per se, but it's kind of always there. It's always there as a thought that you know we we kind of are responsible all the way for for what happens when we get to that point of retiring or not retiring as case may be um so it is more i would say it's it's like when we get there we get there but it's kind of a combination of we are working to get there but not like 
pulling out here and being completely stressed out and all that stuff about it because we're kind of the at the helm, you know. Yeah, I'm a bit of a dreamer too, so <laughs> oh, lovely. So the the a lot, a lot of that that pressure that people feel, I I tend to just be like, what pressure? <laughs> <laughs> that is a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> is there anything? Um, you know, sometimes within a couple, you can have some people that see things, you know, pretty much all in line with each other. Um, and then when it comes to finances, sometimes there are things that require more risk. And then there are other people that may be more conservative. Has there ever been anything that you've decided to embark on or things that you've considered that you found that that issue of risk versus conservatism um, coming to the fore? No, <laughs> I not that I can think of at all. Well, there was a project I was working on mm-hmm. where, where uh, I invested some money into it and nothing happened, so that was risky. But that's yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't that yeah, I wasn't like no, I feel like that is like too risky, so don't even yeah yeah thing like I it, like we kind of have been I guess because we we talk so much and and discuss most everything it's easy to see each other's visions mm-hmm. and that makes it a lot easier to be supportive in that way but we don't have like our philosophies about finances and stuff are not so different that is like we you do it call your friends like, I don't understand what Cyrus just said <laughs> my mom bring that money back here what are you doing yeah sure because I, I, I met a couple yesterday actually I was doing some business and, you know, their philosophies on risk were vastly different. And I was meeting them on, in, on a business level. And, you know, when one was speaking and the other one had, just had her head down, they were like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> As one was vastly conservative and the other one was very, very liberal mm-hmm. with, what, with their expectations, what they wanted to do. And I can see that, yes, they love each other and whatnot, but there was a definite conflict there. Right. And they, they made it work, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it, it's, it's funny to see how sometimes the way people think about investing and, you know, working on their own, because they're also entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and the way they approach their own businesses is vastly different. So both of you are, would you say you're both conservative when it comes to, 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 to this? And you're both entrepreneurs. Uh, oh, I, dear. <laughs> I'm sitting back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They want to be disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to be this. No, I think, um, I think for me, it depends. Uh, I think when it comes to um, to certain aspects of business, uh, certain certain cash flow aspects and stuff, I'm relatively conservative. But when it comes to to expansion or or reinvestment, then I I am a crazy person. So uh, so I, I guess fair, fair. yeah. So there's, there's a balance there. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's really just clear cut one one or the one or the next. And I think it's yeah. similar. For it's me. similar for me, but I I would say that I am definitely a a little more liberal. When it comes to to money in general, than than Cyrus is, but not like <laughs> jump over the cliff, <laughs> liberal. So do you guys think you're the average couple when it comes down to the persons you went to school with, for example? You see them embarking on their own journey, and you are your own journey. And how how do you? I, I don't want to say compare, but you know, you you look at your friends, you hear them talk and whatnot. You know what? What? What is your vibe as an entrepreneur couple? Because you would find most of the time that one person's an entrepreneur and then one person has a steady nine to five where they're working for the man. You know. So how 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 do you guys vibe? Um, I f- like comparing comparing to our friends. Um, I think that 
I, I don't know if it's like a Barbados thing, but we kind of have a pool of friends who are entrepreneurs as well. That's true. That's true. And yes. they kind of, they operate the same way we operate. And Correct, even yeah. the ones who have the nine to fives, they're like, I don't know, their personalities and the way that, that we interact. You would never really tell the difference unless we had yeah. a conversation. Well, that's true. A lot of them also have like side, side hustles. Side yeah. hustles. Yeah. 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 So, right. okay, so they true. still have that entrepreneurial spirit. Kind of, spirit yeah, spirit. Them, yeah. It's true. So I, I, I guess for them, actually, for those people, they do have that dichotomy. They do have that uh, where they have the conservatism of having the nine to five because they have they need that there. And then the site hustle is where they would uh, engage in their uh, in their more liberal uh, investments. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> tendencies. Yeah, pursuits. Yeah, mm-hmm. good word. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to know if there was anything that you would share with a young couple, or not even a young couple, but young to their coupledom, maybe, um, who, a pair who are now looking to move on together and maybe haven't had a discussion or hadn't even given any thought to having a discussion about money. Um, if there's anything that you would like to share from your own experiences or your own observations. Um, well, like we had said earlier, uh, when you realize that you're going forward, um, Indefinitely, or just going forward in general as a couple, then not like on the second date you go like, so what's her financial situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <got> money though. <laughs> um, but but just uh, when when you reach that stage, uh, assuming that you've reached that stage mutually, um, then yeah, then it should be a topic. Yeah, for sure. Actually, an important point, um, but we can't go there right now because <laughs> somebody may reach that state in their head, and somebody else is like, "I don't understand why they're asking me these questions because yeah. I'm not even anywhere near there." Uh, okay, well, thank you so much for talking to us today. We really appreciate it. You're awesome. Thank you. Right. Thanks. Thank you. Do It for Grantly is a production of Fortress Fund Managers. Listen to more episodes on SoundCloud or on our website, fortressfund.com. That's fortressfund.com. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at info at fortressfund.com or message us on Facebook or Instagram at Fortress Fund Managers. Most people find out about podcasts through recommendations. So spread the word and tell your friends about our show. Until next time, I'm Kim Howard. And I'm Omar Kennedy. Thanks for listening.